welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the evening service of Sunday the 4th of September 2016, entitled, If You Want to Make a Difference. And the Bible reading is taken from John chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. Here's Brother Daniel Alexandru. Gospel of John chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we come again before your throne of grace and mercies, and we thank you very much, Lord, for this uh, wonderful passage. Uh, this is the place where Jesus started doing miracles. And uh, Lord, we just want to open our hearts so you can mold them. And... Uh, Shape them, Lord, and change us, Lord, from within so we can look more and more like Jesus. When I look at Jesus today and we want to learn from him, help us, Lord, to do so. In his name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. The message is entitled, If You Want to Make a Difference, we need people to make a difference in this world. And Especially we need Christians to make a difference. The only ones that can do can make a difference in this world are the Christians. Because Christians are those that are saved by grace. Saved by the Almighty God, the only one that can change somebody from inside, outside. There are lots of religions today that work on the outside. And those people look well on the outside. But Jesus talking to the Pharisees, he says, You are like this grace, nice on the outside, adorned. But on the inside, dead bones. So people that have religion may have a... A form of godliness may, may look nice on the outside, may talk nice on the outside, may do good things, but on the inside, they are only dead bones. A real change in this country, in this world, will come only through those who have a real change in their heart, in their lives. There's no other way. And people, <clears throat> we need to make a difference in this world. We need to make a difference in this church here, in this community. And if our God doesn't do this through us, who is he going to use? God, if you are saved, God chose you and me to make a difference in this world, in this community, in this church, in our families. If we look at this passage here, we can learn three things. I want us to look at three things that will come out from this passage. 
As we can all see here, the passage deals with a marriage in Cana of Galilee. This is a wedding going on. And <clears throat> verse 2 says, And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. The first thing we need to do, if we want to make a difference in this world, is to call Jesus. We cannot do anything without Jesus. We can try to do our best through our flesh, through our power, through our money, our beauty. But if God is not in it, it's nothing. The only way we can make a difference in our family, in our church, in our community, is if we call Jesus. We need Jesus in our families. We need Jesus in our church. We need, we need Jesus in this city. We need Jesus in this country, this continent, this world. You see, people invited Jesus. He was called. Jesus never breaks into somebody's heart. Revelation says that he is knocking at the door. We need to invite him in. Maybe you are a Christian today. You are saved. Newborn Christian. And you say, I, I already have Jesus in my heart. That's great. That's the first, that's the first thing to do if you want to make a difference in your eternity. If you want to spend eternity with Jesus Christ, you need to invite him while you're here. And if you invited him and he is in your heart, then you'll spend your eternity with him. And you made a difference related to your eternity. But the Bible says that we need to invite Jesus in our schedule every day. I wonder how many people, how many people we know, uh, they call themselves Christians. And they were here this morning and are not here today. They invited Jesus Christ at the very start of this day and said, Jesus, this is your day. You made this day that I will rejoice in it. I mean, if you start your day with Jesus, that day will be different. And the family looks different. The church looks different when Jesus is invited. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first, first, not second, the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I was uh, <coughs> talking to a lady about <coughs> her job and the way that uh, she manages to pay all the bills and everything. She says, yeah, yeah, I can, I can manage. I can uh, bring my tithes and offerings to the Lord. I can pay my bills. I said, praise the Lord. This is the first thing. If you want to have money for the Lord, you need to put him first. If you put him uh, last, you'll never have money to give to the Lord. There will be no tithes for the Lord. It will be the leftovers. We need to invite Jesus in our daily schedule, daily life, every day with Jesus. David says that early in the morning he was meeting with the Lord, praying to the Lord, talking with his Lord. Is God your Lord? Is Jesus your Lord? How do you start out your day? 
They started out with him. They invite him early in the morning in your schedule, in your diary, in your program, in whatever you are going to do that day. Do you have him with you? If you want to make a difference that day at your workplace or school or wherever you go, you must invite Jesus. You must call Jesus. The people at this wedding, <clears throat> at this marriage, called Jesus. They called him. You and I need to call him, invite him to walk with us. Lord, I want you in my schedule. And if we read a few passages, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, we'll see how Solomon and other writers invite their Lord Jesus in their daily walk, in their daily schedule. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, <clears throat> the first part. In all thy ways acknowledge him. In all thy ways acknowledge him. You start out a day. You don't know the ways you will go that day. But if you invited Jesus, the first thing, then you'll be blessed. Then you'll make a difference. At the hour. Workplace, school, place of shopping, driving, when others go boo, 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 and they say hi in a different way. Proverbs 16, chapter 1, chapter 16, verse 1. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord Wait, the spirits, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Invite him in your works. Oh, I'm well trained in this area. I don't need God's help. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> I know this test. I'm prepared for it. Oh, no, you don't. You need his help. I need... I know how to drive this car. I don't have to invite him in the car. No, you, you need to. You need to. I remember a story about some young people, a Christian mother, uh, wanted to pray for um, her son who was going to be in a car with some other young people and the driver, who was not a Christian, <clears throat> said, no, no, we don't need God in our car. No, no, you need, no, no, we don't need, ma'am, sorry, but we don't need God. I can drive this car. And the lady said, at least let me pray. No, 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 no. I don't want you to pray. If God wants to be in this car, let him be in the boot in the back. And the next thing this lady hears about that car is an accident, a car wreck. She runs to the place. And the only untouched place 
of that of that car was the boot where there were some eggs unbroken. The driver didn't want God in the car with him. He wanted God to be in the boot. And he was there protecting the eggs, not the lives of the people. We too many times trust in our own strength, our own knowledge. But the Bible says the preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Our thoughts need to be of the Lord. Let the mind of Christ be in you. His thoughts, not my thoughts. His thoughts are the best. We think our ways are clean. But the Lord is the one that says whether they are or not clean. And then the preacher here says, Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts. And then, you see, after we commit our works unto the Lord, our thoughts shall be established. We need to have established thoughts. And if we want to have those thoughts, call on Jesus, invite Him. In your mind. So many things come into our mind without even knowing. We just turn the TV on or the computer on and images and words we hear and see and they go straight into our mind without even knowing that they come from the devil, not from the Lord. And we just open the door a little bit. The devil needs to stay out of our minds, not in our minds. Call Jesus. You want to make a difference. First of all, call Jesus. Invite him in your heart. Invite him in your schedule. Invite him to walk with you. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 6. The Letter part of this verse says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Who will direct our paths? It's the Lord. That's why we need to invite him. We don't know where to go. We don't know where to send our children. What school? We don't know where to work. We need to call the Lord. We need to invite him in our daily Walks. He will direct my paths. He will direct your paths. If we acknowledge Him. Where? <clears throat> the Bible says, In half of your mind and half of your heart. Three quarters of your mind. No, the Bible says, In all thy ways acknowledge Him. In all our ways, in all our life, all our mind, we need to acknowledge Him. Every corner, every place in our mind should be known by the Lord. He knows everything, but it should be open. We shouldn't cover anything, hide anything from the Lord, because He knows everything. David says... You knew me even 
before I was born, when I was in my mother's womb. You know my thoughts. You know everything about me. Why should we try to hide things from the Lord? Want to make a difference in this world? Don't try to hide anything from the Lord. Leave it in open. Confess it to the Lord. Acknowledge Him. Lord, You are my Lord. I give up on my will. I give up on my little pleasures. And I am following You. The second thing, if we want to make a difference in this world, is listen to the words of Mary. There are... Uh, People today that call themselves Christians and say, uh, Mary is the mother of Jesus and Jesus uh, is the one that obeys his mom. And if you want to pray to Jesus, you have to go through Mary. And if you pray to Mary, Mary will go to her son and her son, Jesus Christ, will listen to your prayer. Because she is the mother of God. Mother of God. I never heard about a mother of God. A mother who gave birth to a God. Oh, she was the earthly mother. But not the mother of God. God doesn't have any mother and father. He's the creator. He's Alpha and Omega. He's from the beginning to the end. He was never created. So listen to what Mary says in, in verse 5. You see, these people are going through uh, trouble now. And they're having a problem. And all these people go to uh, the mother of Jesus. The problem was the wine. They ran out of wine. So they wanted wine. The mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. And then in verse 5, Mary said unto the servants, Whatsoever he said unto you, do it. You see what Mary says to these people here? Do whatever Jesus says. Do Whatever Jesus says. If we want to make a difference, we need to do whatever Jesus says. John chapter 13, verse 17. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. You see, Jesus, Jesus is willing to teach us, He gave us His Bible. His word of wisdom. He, he gave us His Holy Spirit. And He wants us to know all the things related to godliness, life, heaven. But if we only have knowledge, knowledge will make us feel we're somebody. Make us proud. Jesus says, if you know these things... Happy are you if you do them. Are you happy? Are you a Christian happy? A happy Christian, excuse me? Are you a happy Christian? Maybe you don't do whatever Jesus says. 
Maybe you do, you do just some things. You did just the things you like. You feel comfortable with. The things that make you stay in your comfort zone. Where nobody bothers you. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good to be a Christian. I go to the house of the Lord whenever I feel like. On Sunday morning. But not every Sunday. Uh, because, you know, once in a while I really need a break. And uh, I just need to take, you know, all Sunday off. And go to a uh, sunny beach and just lay there in the sun. Or I just want to go somewhere and have fun. Entertainment. Jesus says, if you know these things, happy are you if you do them. If you don't do them, you will not be happy. Even if you take your vacation to the sunny beach or you will spend your money on different things that will give you pleasure, you will find pleasure in them. If you don't do what Jesus says, you will not be happy. James says in James chapter 1 verse 22. Be doers, not only hearers. We come to the house of the Lord and we hear and we hear and we hear the word of God preached. And we hear about this secret of a victorious life. Oh yes, Lord, I want to live this victorious life. But then we go home. With all these thoughts in our minds. And we don't do anything about them. It's exactly what James says in, in uh, his book. Where he like, likens a man who hears the word of God and does nothing. He looks into a mirror. He sees his dirty face. And instead of taking some water to wash his face. He keeps going his ways with the same dirty face, doing nothing. If we hear the word of God, if we hear about his commandments and we don't do them, we cannot be happy. And if we are not happy, we live in a world that is trying to get the most of it and enjoy life. I hear, especially those who come from Asia, that you have a life, you need to live it and live it now because you don't know anything about tomorrow and get the most of it. And they seem to be happy doing this. And we as Christians that we have eternal life, we know Jesus is our Savior, we live unhappy lives and we want to change this world. I wonder how. Jesus says, if, we, if you hear the words, you don't do them, you're not happy. If we are not happy with what we got in Jesus Christ, how can we make a difference in this world that doesn't have the God of the Bible? Sometimes we think we cannot do it. But Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, you can live a happy life with Jesus Christ. But you need to call Him 
in your life every day. Put him first in your paths, in your schedule, in your diary every day. You need to do whatever he says. Do whatever he says. And John 14 verse 15 says, If he shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. He talks about love. And, and he says, if you love me, do what I tell you to do. Keep my commandments. In John 13, verse 35, he says, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, you have, if you have love one to another. So, God's commandments are not so hard to keep. All those ten commandments actually boil down to two commandments. Love thy God with all your strength. With all your mind. With all you have. And love thy neighbor. And this is the problem. We say we, we love God, but we don't show, we don't prove it. The way to prove it is keeping his commandments. And Jesus says, if you love one another, people will know that you are my disciples. We can say love, love, love. We love God. And we hate our neighbor. We hate our brother. This is not love. We can say it. We can carry a Bible. We can wear nice clothes. We can even have a sign here. I love God. But Jesus says that if you hate your brother, people will know something else. If you want people to know that you love God, that you love the Lord, you need to love your brother. You need to love your neighbor. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. That's verse 34 and 35. By this shall all men all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Do whatever he says. He says we should love one another. We should love God. And we need to prove that we love God. So people can see. And by this, we'll make a difference in this world. We need to love one another. We need to love our neighbor. We need to love our brother. And by this, people will know that we are his disciples. A disciple is a follower. If you are Christ's disciple, you should be following Christ. Not the devil. But remember Peter. One time he is speaking with, with Jesus. When Jesus says, I will go to the cross and die. Oh, God forbid. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> and Jesus says, behind my back. Satan. It was Satan that was speaking through him. He was listening to the word of Satan instead of Jesus. We can fall in the same trap. 
We are not better than Peter. We can blame all we want. Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. We are not better than him. And still, he is the one who had the faith to step out the boat and walk on water. Do you have enough faith? We're getting to the third point here. Verse 11. John chapter 2. Verse 11. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee. And manifested forth his glory. And his disciples believed on him. Jesus is the one that takes the initiative here. He asks them to fill up some barrels with water. And he turns that water into wine. And they get what they need for the wedding. And this is the beginning of miracles. Did Jesus in Cana of Galilee. And because of these miracles... Disciples, his disciples believed on him. The third thing, if we're going to make a difference, is believe on him. Peter, Simon Peter, believed on him. When Jesus said, come to me, Peter left the boat and he walked on water. All the others were in the boat. They couldn't walk on the, on the water in the boat. They were supposed to leave the boat in order to walk on the water. The only one who left the boat was Peter. You see, these people were going through some problems, some needs. We all have needs and problems in this world. We cannot live a life without problems. If somebody says uh, uh, they have no problems, uh, they're either lying or dreaming. Because there is no such thing, uh, a life without problems. Uh, these people were going through this need and problems. And, and since they invited Jesus at this marriage, Mary says, go to Jesus. He is the only one that can meet your need. They go to Jesus. And Jesus performs a miracle. He performs this miracle. And then his disciples. Believe on him. His disciples. I mean saved people. We're not talking about unsaved. Lost. Pagans. Heathens. We're talking about Christians. We are talking about some of them had been John the Baptist disciples. They had some experience. And these, these disciples saw the miracle. And they believed on him. When we go through troubles and invite Jesus into our lives. We call him Lord I want you in this problem, in this situation. And Jesus, through his word, says something. We obey. 
And then the answer comes from the Lord. To this answer, our faith is increased. You see, troubles in our lives don't come with no reason. There's always a reason when God allows something to happen in our lives. The ultimate reason is God to be glorified. There is a reason beside this one. God wants us to grow in our faith. And the disciples believe on him. If we want to make a difference in this community, in this country, in our families, in our churches, we need to believe Jesus. We need to believe all he said. Not only those parts that we like, but everything. Oh Lord, I like that part about give and it shall be given unto you. I give you 10%, give me 100. Give me 200. I give you 10,000, uh, 100 um, pounds. Give me a thousand, Lord. Give me a thousand and give it to me now. And I, I like this part, Lord. So, so I'm going to claim this promise. Give it to me, Lord. And, and we see that he's not giving us a thousand immediately. Oh, I quit on God. I don't trust him anymore. I thought he would do it. I believe he would do it, but he didn't do it. I'm in a big trouble now. God is not helping me. Don't quit on the Lord. Believe what he said. And when we search the scripture, we shouldn't look for, we shouldn't be looking for some verses to help us continue in our sinful life or verses to excuse us. We should be searching for the word of God Reveal us exactly the situation we are in and the solution that comes from the Lord. I pray that each and every one of us will call Jesus every day in everything. Each and every one of us will do whatever Jesus says, will obey him. Obey his commandments and live a life that will show that we are his disciples. And then I pray that we all keep believing on Jesus. May our faith keep on growing, keep on growing, increasing, increasing. And one day when we'll meet Jesus... I pray that he will greet us and say, Good, well done, good and faithful servant. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you are the great creator, the great God of this universe. And you chose to show your love your creature. You sent Jesus Christ to die for our sins. We deserve hell.
but Lord, through your grace and mercy, through Jesus Christ, who died for us, for personal faith in Jesus Christ, we became your children. And Lord, I know that you have so many things in store for us. You have the best will, the best plan for our lives. Lord, we want to make a difference in this world. This is a sinful world we are living in. People are looking to satisfy their lusts and pleasures. And Lord, as we can see, Christians fall in the trap of the devil to look after their own pleasures and lusts. Lord, help us to call you every day, invite you in everything we do, everything we think. Help us, Lord, to do your will. And help us, Lord, to increase in faith. And always believe your word. Your word is the truth. You are the way, the truth, and the life. We appreciate your love, Lord, your care. Give us a good evening. And this week, starting this evening, tomorrow morning, help us to make an impact in this world. Help us to make a difference. Change this world and start the change with me, with each and every one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.